welcome to Tiny Boys Talks with me, Tori Bono. And today I'm so excited because it is the third of our Empathy Day 2022 podcast episodes. And I am joined by the phenomenal Haida Fayaz. So welcome, Haida. Hi, thank you for having me. Well, I'm so excited. I'll be honest, Haida, I've wanted you on here for ages and I've finally managed to get you on here surreptitiously. <laughs> no, I'm so, so pleased to be here talking about something so important. So thank you. It's a pleasure. Well, for anyone that hasn't come across you, Haida, who is Haida Fayaz? Um, so I am a year one teacher. Um, I teach at St. Matthew's Primary School in Birmingham. We're a research school with the EEF. Um, There I am an assistant head. I am an ELE for the research school and I lead on oracy, geography and curriculum. Wowzers. Busy, (laughs) busy woman, Haida. Busy, but it's really worthwhile. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's just so great to have you here. Now, I've already had on Miranda McKinney. all about Empathy Day and how it came about. And she told me all about how it started um, and how Empathy Lab started. And then I've spoken to A.M. Dessou, the wonderful author, as who wrote the book Boy Everywhere, about really the author's perspective on empathy and Empathy Day. And the reason I wanted to have you on here is I wanted really this at the teacher's perspective, the school's perspective on how to really embrace Empathy Day 2022, because I know at St. Matthew's, you've been doing that for a while now. So how did St. Matthew's get involved with Empathy Day? So our head teacher, um, Sonia Thompson, she is actually on the judging panel for the books that get shortlisted and popped into the toolkit. Mm -hmm. Um, So she reads every year, she'll read... um, nearly 100 books I think it is and kind of shortlist those that um, need to be elevated to the toolkit this year. Um, So Empathy Day has been happening at St Matthew's for a while now and um, it's something that we really invest in as a school. Um, We invest a lot of time in planning, um, invest in a lot of resources in terms of the books that we get in for the children. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's something that we've been doing for a while Um, and Sonia kind of launches the day and we, she begins with an assembly where um, it's a whole school assembly from reception to year six. We are brought together and our head teacher will kind of go through what is empathy um, and talk about ways that we show empathy every day, um, have it links to our guiding principles and our values. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not something new that we're learning. It's something that we are continuing to develop as as people as children we're continuing to develop our empathy skills um and then of course she'll she'll read a brilliant book and the children will love it um and it kind of gets us set up for empathy day then um that's wonderful now i know that as a school you share the statistics and the definition of empathy with the children and do you do that from really early on with them yeah so um it kind of forms part of our um our collective worship our assemblies mm-hmm. we, we kind of we, we do define the key terminologies that we are talking about so if we are talking about hope or if we're focusing on community we will we will define it with the children we'll give them some visual aids we'll give them the etymology if it's relevant um oh wow we, and we do and we do the same with we do the same with empathy so we tell the children that it's it's us imagining or sharing someone else's feelings and then just being 
them having that understanding of what it is is really helpful before we launch into the day um and we we do share with the especially with upper key stage two we do share the statistics um we do say to them that we you know empathetic people are with they're made they're not born um and actually only 10 percent of our empathetic capacity is genetic so we are actually developing as we grow as things happen as we see situations that's us giving us an opportunity to develop our empathetic skills um and i think it's just reassuring for children that if they can't yet empathize with something or a scenario that it's okay because I, I will be able to get there eventually. And it mm. kind of forms part of that, that vision we have for our pupils that actually we, we want them to be empathetic citizens and we want them to be able to talk and self-regulate their emotions. And that kind of forms part of our whole guiding principles and vision for our children. So it's really important that we do share um, those kinds of statistics with them. Yeah. I think it's so important. I was listening yesterday, as you do in your spare time, to um, Audible. I was listening to Daniel Goleman and his emotional intelligence book. And on there, he talks about empathy so much and the Mm -hmm. fact that it is all about developing empathy that you know you don't just suddenly naturally grow it you have to really actively seek to grow it Um, and he was talking about the rehabilitation of of people actually of um, criminals and um, how they they develop empathy because that's a way to rehabilitate and I thought that was fascinating and I think you know and it was just it was funny because I hadn't expected that if I'm honest when I was doing emotional you know when I was listening to emotional intelligence for it to link quite so well into empathy day 2022 but it did so when it comes to the you know it sounds to me as if it's a very planned thing empathy day 20 you know for for your school that it's not just something that you happen upon but actually it's built into the whole year as you say yeah um so we um as SLT when we're planning our calendar with there's key events that we make sure that we have really clear awareness of when they are or the week that they might be coming up in if the date hasn't been confirmed um and empathy day I remember this time last year empathy day was one of the things that we were really clear about we need to make sure this is in the calendar um and then on the run-up to empathy day um we'll share some kind of key documents so we'll share the tool the primary toolkit we'll Mm -hmm. share the books that have been shortlisted um and we've also um separated the superpowers out so staff will know exactly which superpower they're focusing on and um it just gives them time time to really think reflect how they can um how they can use our use the book to kind of display and define and show and teach empathy um, ahead of time. Yeah. So which superpowers your class are doing? So um, year one, we are going to be focusing on their listening switch power. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. And that's, um, that's part of the connect. And um, we've chosen that for our early children. So early years, key stage one, um, because we know that, um we a lot of focus this year and I'm sure it has been for many schools has been on making sure that teachers are aware when the children are actively listening um so we've got like a really clear toolkit of what we expect to see if children are active listening and it kind of just marries beautifully with this superpower um because we're we're making sure that if our children if we want our children to be empathetic then they've got to be able to listen to another child yeah. teacher they've got to be able to understand um through their oral loop and um, their auditory loop about what's going on 
And um, listening is really hard because you just, you kind of, it's something that's quite invisible. Um, as in, um, you can kind mm. of expect that children are doing it. Um, but actually, I really need to break down what it is that you're going to show me if, if I know you're listening. Um, and especially with the, you know, with the two years of being in and out of school and um, not really having to maybe listen to um, a real life, you know, a human teaching for, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes and actually being on a screen, we had to really explicitly teach those skills. So this superpower links brilliantly um, to what we're trying to do, what our mission is, yeah. Absolutely. And I know, well, as you said, you're Oracy lead in school mm-hmm. and Oracy's really taken an impact with COVID. You know, children haven't had that opportunity to speak and listen to other children much. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so that's kind of why we're using that superpower in mm. our early years. Yeah. So, talk to me, what, so what are the other year groups doing then superpower wise? So um, year three and year four, they're going to focus um, on the empathy walks. Mm-hmm. So um, that's part of the connect as well. Um, and they're going to, um, we do we do a lot of uh, walks around our community through field work with different questions in geography, like inquiry questions. But it's nice this time they're going to go on a similar walk, but um, kind of share their feelings about what they've seen. So if, if there's something that's made them particularly happy on their walk, um, whether that's they've bumped into um, a friend or they've seen a, a wildflower growing in the bits oh. around their tower block, just anything that makes them happy, um, but also anything that makes them angry or puzzled or sad. Um, so especially with year four, year three and four, we're kind of getting them to understand place in geography and really understand um, where they live, why things are the way they are and what they want, if they want to change anything, why they want to change it. And um, then they get to come back into back into school, draw a map of or a picture of things that they've seen and things that they've felt. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can also, I know it was in the, um, the Empathy Toolkit, it talked about them um, recording a short film, which I loved the idea of. Um, like so maybe taking some iPads out on their local walk yeah. and kind of recording things so that would be lovely um, to see what they come back into school with I think it's such a lovely idea yeah. and it is just I know we talked before the recording about the fact that so often you know we can be out and about but we don't necessarily notice mm. what's going on around us because we're just all in our busy lives aren't we yeah yeah um, you know I, I was I was talking to my mum about it the other day, actually. It was quite an amusing conversation because we were talking about, you know, do we ever notice the person in front of us in the queue, you know, at the supermarket? Mm. Do we ever wonder what's going on with them? And my mum was like, well, no, I'm not, you know, it's just not one of those things that we do. And I thought, well, I wonder why we don't. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's so true. Um, And I think it's kind of on the, on the back of, we, we celebrated, um, mental health awareness week a couple of weeks ago Mm. um and kind of on the back of that it's get getting children to be really mindful about um yes I need to look after my own mental health and my well-being um but how can I how can I also check in on others and I think I think the empathy walks and well the whole of empathy day of course but I think that really ties into um that kind of understanding that 
yes, that I, I want I want to look after myself and, my, and I need to rec- recognise when I'm angry or when I'm sad or when I'm excited or enthusiastic. But what about other people as well? Um, so it's just a lovely thing to focus on. Absolutely. So that's three and four. What are five and six doing then? So five and six are going to um, look at the empathy superheroes. So kind mm-hmm. of nominating someone in there someone they want to celebrate, someone they want to um, identify as someone that's had an impact on their life or impact on their local community. So they might pick, I don't know, their head, the head teacher or um, if they've got, um, we've got a great little um, walk of shops but right by our school. So and a lot of our children are there daily or, you know. Yeah. So it's just maybe there's someone in, in that works in the shop that they want to celebrate or identify. Um, we've got lovely volunteers at school that come in and kind of look after our library. So maybe it's someone um, like Mr. Middleham, you know, just somebody mm-hmm. that they, they feel um, it's important to celebrate. Um, and, and it's kind of a – it's really good as well to – they might, you know, they might not have anybody in mind, but it's good to kind of get them thinking there will be someone in your local community who you, you know, want to celebrate. But so who, let's have a think who that could be, who has yeah. had an impact on you. So it's a good time to, um, again, reflect on that. Absolutely. And I think, you know, <clears throat> all too often you'll say to children, you know, who do, who do you think is great? And I mention, you know, someone that's on social media or something yeah. that they're aware of or someone that's on TV. But again, sometimes those local people can be invisible, the impact of them, you know, that they don't, the children don't realise until you have those conversations that you're having with your five and sixes about actually who is impacting on your life on a daily basis. Mm. So important. Definitely. So what I love about the Superpower Challenge is it's a run up to Empathy Day as opposed to it just being, let's just do Empathy Day. And as you say, with your school, you make sure it's not just the run-up of Superpower Challenge, you've actually got it going on the whole year. But what, you know, talk to me about Empathy Day at your school, which must be quite an event. Yeah, so we um, so we launch, as I said, with an assembly, and yeah. then um, teachers will take time to kind of um, go through the read, connect, and act. So um, I remember last year, um, I read to the children, and it kind of links with what we were looking at in maths. I read to the children, the missing piece meets the big O, where um, it's the triangle and the circle, kind of, it's Shel Sil- Silverstein, and it's mm-hmm. a great book. And I was teaching year five, and they, they loved it. Um, and then we kind of, like, go through, well, what is empathy? Um, and we give some examples and non-examples. So, um, for example, uh, we put upon our flip chart um, a quote from someone in the playground or we'd say is this an empathetic statement is it not empathetic why why not it's kind of like get them into the zone and then we'd like focus yeah them. yeah um so again last year um I with my class we looked at when life gives you mangoes by Karen um Getten, and it was just mm-hmm. a brilliant book that we were reading anyway um but kind of we looked through that character and it was great because even the children with um send or children that struggle to kind of identify their feelings when they when they are invested in a character um they kind of they they feel something for them anyway um mm. so it's really a great way of like you know get, tapping into empathy day um through books that they've been reading um and then we just we just share books poems so we looked at um belonging street by mandy co we um we focused in on na- uh, a poem called naming your days and it was it, i can't remember it exactly but it was um for example it was like 
um, most days you are a kite in the wind or um, a rocket taking off. But some days you're, um, I think it was like a yo-yo with no string or it just, oh, wow. yeah, it was such a beautiful poem. And then the children had to go at writing their own, like some days you're an orange full of juice or, you know, just something like that, which was lovely. Mm. Um, and then we, we, what we're going to do and make sure we do um, in every class this year is act. So make our empathy pledge. Um, and I know we did that last year, but it was really a really powerful time where the children could like read, connect, and then, well, what's my action going into the community, my action in school, um, and spend some time about think, like thinking, how am I going to act now? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the day. Um, and it's a lovely day uh, where we're off timetable. We are reading, of course, still, but we are writing too. Um, there might be some math work with our statistics to kind of get the pupils really understanding why um, it's important that they know it's only 10% of all, uh, 10% of our empathetic capabilities are genetic and things like that. But it really is a day to just immerse ourselves in rich text, rich conversations. Um, so it's just a wonderful day. I love it. Oh, it's, it sounds magical. And I know that the listeners will be going, oh my goodness, you know, she's just naming all these books. But I'm just going to, you know, say to the listeners again, do go to the Empathy Lab page yeah. and go to the book collection and guides because actually it's really useful there finding all the books that, as you say, as you said, Heidi, you know, Sonia was involved in, um, you know, the whole voting panel to yeah. actually put up the, you know, the 2022 Read for Empathy guides. And there are some absolutely fabulous books in there. There really are. Yeah. I mean, just so many. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, Heidi, it just sounds like it's going to be a magical day at St. Matthew's. What would your advice be for anyone who is just starting on this whole Empathy Day journey, maybe is just tuned into this and Empathy Day is coming up in a week's time or whatever, um, what would you say they could do? They haven't had the time to build it like St. Matthew's. What would be your top tip? I think echoing what you just said, really, um, go to that, go to the... um the page where the books are shortlisted mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. choose just maybe choose one book that you want to read with your class or um teach empathy through and then um do one of the wonderful activities on the toolkit like I know Tori you mentioned before recording that um your class were using the um is it the empathy glasses oh my goodness they do love those empathy days yeah. um, yes they're the, the, the glasses you should see them they, they look fabulous they really do plus then it's really for I know you know and I hate to say this readers but it, they are just fundamentally coloring in glasses that have been beautifully designed mm. but as soon as they put them in put them on sorry they seem to see books in a slightly different way it's yeah. phenomenal yeah and I think I think that would be a really powerful thing to do. Just um, mm -hmm. just tune them into a story, and you don't you don't have to. Um, there's of course there's all of those. I can't wait for the live videos this year. They're going to be amazing on Empathy Day with the mm. authors. Some of the authors that are involved are just we can't. We're we're on the edge of our seats waiting for Empathy Day now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but those those will be great um, because you can kind of like the authors will take the lead on that and they'll just deliver mm. a wonderful session with your class but um, I, I really would just tune into one or two books and just think about empathy for the for the characters really that's kind of my top tip I suppose it doesn't yeah. happen the whole day yeah 
Well, I think that's, you know, I think it is this, this is the first year really that um, my school's been doing it. And it's just choosing, you know, we haven't had the big build up that St. Matthews has had, but actually we have engaged with the whole, you know, the superpower um, challenges. You know, we've all chosen our own little thing mm-hmm. and we're just moving ready for the day and as you say the day itself is absolutely phenomenal with the most amazing authors but the great thing is that you can actually connect with it live but you can also watch it after the event as well which I think is is fantastic because it means then if people haven't planned in the whole day they can still gain from it definitely Oh, Haida, I just, you know, I'd love to be a fly on the wall at St. Matthew's that day. It just sounds absolutely fabulous. Now, before I go, I also wanted to just say about your display, because you have a an Empathy Day display that goes on for the whole year. Is that right? Yeah, so it's, um, it's a display that we um, have um, it's just as you walk into the school. And it's just it just showcases some of the work that our children have done on Empathy Day or in the run-up or um, in the aftermath. Um, mm. So, for example, we'll display this year, we'll display some of the maps that children create. We'll display um, maybe any pieces of writing. So I mentioned my year five class wrote a poem. Um, a couple of those are up there. And I think we also did a... Um, you know the Rudine Sims Bishop um, books are mirrors, books are sliding doors. We got the children to kind of like analyse that and say why it's so important we know those things. So that mm. kind of went up as well. Um, and it stays up all year. It's something that um, is is part of our part of our you know make up at St Matthews now. It's um, so we'll we'll update that um, mm. every day. And yeah, it's just celebrating and showcasing the work of the children really. I love that. And it also, it's one of those, you know, I, th- I think displays are so important for triggering that memory in a mm-hmm. child and bringing them right back to, oh, yes, I remember when we did that and that was about this. And, you know, just triggering that empathy again. Yeah. So, Haida, I've warned you about this question. <laughs> and, you know, um, I won't tell the listeners at all the way you sort of flapped initially when I when I mentioned <laughs> it to you. You know, she was completely chilled, listeners, 100%. Um so my final question is always this if you could have been taught by anyone living or dead who would have been your perfect teacher so thank you for this very easy question Toria um, are you welcome anytime Haida um I found yeah I the person I thought of was um uh, a micro sculptor that we studied in year one last was it art week it was wow. art before. So it's Willard Wigan. Um, so he's a micro <gasps> Great man. name. Yeah, great name. Phenomenal man. Um, he he creates sculptures, micro sculptures, on the ends of an eyelash or the end of a <gasps> No. And please, please, please look him up. He he um he was a child with autism and he mm-hmm was at the age of five he was creating tiny sculptures on the top of a twig and you have to look through a microscope at these sculptures but you can see the house the windows the bushes he creates bushes with um dust and particles and he's i went to see his um exhibition in birmingham and Mm -hmm. um one of the pieces of art you look through the microscope the, the art that sit it sits in 
he's carved out, this is going to sound a little bit gross, he's carved out in a piece of stubble, he's carved out a hole and he's popped a micro sculpture in there. No. Fascinating. And he, I watched um, a video of him talking about how he has to prepare. He has mm. to work at night time. He has to slow his breathing. I'd li- I would love to just spend half an hour with him just talking about things. So he's my person, Willard Wigan. Look him up. Brilliant. You do realise that everyone now has actually Googled him and has looked him up because I've got to say, I've really had to stop myself Googling whilst talking to you because I'm just like, oh, I need to see what this looks like. And I can bet that every single listener right now is going, okay, just need to look at that. That's thousands. Yeah, and he's from Birmingham. His parents um, migrated from Jamaica. Um, and he's, he's from Birmingham. Um, so we, we study Black History and um, if ever we're um, mm. studying um, an artist, we'll um, look at Black History too. And Willard Wigan, yeah, he's just... Phenomenal, phenomenal. Love that. Absolutely love that. Thank you. You have given me so many gifts today in this this podcast. Love it. Thank you so much, Haida, for coming on and talking to all of, um, well, to me and the listeners about Empathy Day 2022. And for the listeners... Everything, you know, the key, um, the links and so on will be in the show notes. So just click on to them. And yeah, thank you so much, Hydra, and have a phenomenal rest of your day and a wonderful empty day 2022. Thank you. And you. And I hope your children's assembly is beautiful. I can imagine it's going to be lovely. Oh, I can't, they're, they're quite excited, I have to say. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you.